0: make Make you feel feel. hi i'm kelsey and i'm caroline and you're listening to clitlet Clitlet. a podcast a little bit about self-help books
1: and a lot about how our personal narratives connect to them (laughs) hello chowdles (laughs) what the fuck is that like chow chow but fun uh, okay like (laughs) howdy
0: and all chow plus howdy plus uh, whatever that is what's the opposite of i'm sleepy Let's, today i'm gonna yawn a lot yeah i am too i took like lion's mane for the first time in forever is that so that mushroom shit yes what does it I, do it's it helps with like verbal recall and like
1: oh yeah i bought um, that because of you and then i oh, yeah. don't take it ever it's oh, sitting on should. my desk yeah I should. it's like
0: really good for like memory and stuff um and makes you sharpens your mental acuity i need
1: that um
0: what's up how have you been Um, let's see. Well, I'm having like a personal tragedy because... I'm
1: sorry I laughed. (laughs) I assumed it was going to be something funny. (laughs)
0: Yesterday, Maybe it's not. yesterday I was innocently perusing Twitter and I see an ad for the Real Housewives of Dallas, which is coming. Who are famously my family. After um, watching them, watching season two and a very suicidal episode, um, and I found out that one Carrie Duber uh, will not be coming back as a housewife, but instead only a friend of. So she's like a featured extra, basically. Uh, yeah. And it shook me to
1: my core. I saw you tweet about yeah. it. Yeah. I'm sorry um, for your loss. Thank you. Your joke was funny because it was like, she'll <laughs> never be my mom to the new girl. <laughs> yeah. And then
0: the new woman is she looks like Angela from The Office if she was like a Dallas housewife. <laughs> She's like some like rich divorcee jewelry designer, but has the exact okay. same face. I don't know. It's Super crazy fun for her. But then let's see what else. Um, I lost a charger to my vibrate over a month ago. Nothing was the same. And yeah, so it's just been rough and I feel that I need to email the company, but
1: I feel like you can find the charger on Amazon or something.
0: Yeah, it's asking a lot. I don't know. It's oh, because like it's like Swedish special brand. Swedish, yeah. Well you've yeah. said
1: it's Swedish, but then you're like, I also don't know if it's Swedish because it might just have a fancy name.
0: A hundred percent it is Scandinavian.
1: <laughs> okay, so different than Swedish, but <laughs> wait. In a oh, similar region. Is Sweden not part of Sweden? No, it's not. No, it's not. Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> geography was—I would never. Yeah, I wasn't good at that. That was the only test I ever cheated on.
1: Ooh, I cheated on a test that was um. Oh, what was it called? Greek gods and goddesses. I had a note card of. Oh all my God. Of, In fourth grade, I had a note card of like, all of the, names and and what they did, and I put it in my desk, and I would just like kind of scooch back to look at it, and I'm like, I'm um, so obvious. How did no one see? um i guess oh the one the one good thing that has
0: happened though i did make the improv team
1: congrats
0: grad love it yeah at the ruby la theater so our shows are gonna start in august so everyone must come to them love it
1: start plugging away plug 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 (laughs) It's gonna
0: be fun so i feel that that's gonna like give me a sense of purpose because i haven't like been on like a team since moving to la nice and improv is like more something i just do for fun you know that's good for its elements of play
1: yes we talked about that Um, last week with tara
0: but yeah so i'm stoked on that it's like a really good team uh i'm matched with someone on hinge Who like saw my Instagram post and that person like was like oh like I know someone on your team and I was like I haven't met him yet oh
1: that oh nice so yeah we'll see (laughs) how that goes yeah did I tell you guys how (coughs) excuse me how this guy on Hinge quoted a line from my web series dating myself back to me and it was like in the middle of an episode that was in the middle of the first season so I'm like that's a deep dive and I didn't know what he was talking about because in my defense he misquoted it and I wrote it four years ago but um and I I joked to him that I was like I don't know if I should be flattered or creeped out and he was like you should be embarrassed that you didn't recognize your own writing and I was like I I, like I like removed him and then he found the dating myself Instagram and was like hey I want to apologize like that came off really mean like I was I was trying to be sarcastic and I was like okay okay and then weird yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, if you want to start the conversation over... This was probably stupid. but I was like, if you want to start the conversation over, like, that's that's fine by me. And he's like, actually, I'm leaving town in a couple days, so probably not a good idea. And I was like, why the fuck are you on Hinge? Like, that's for Tinder. Like, go to Tinder. So i should have this been, is an app designed to be
0: deleted <laughs> i'm not sure if you've seen the recent twitter i was yes. oh,
1: so annoying yeah i've been hit up by so many i was hit up by this weirdo at the gym yesterday who was saying yeah. that he was he was doing research on on what women want from men and then i was telling kelsey last night she's like caroline he was a pickup artist and i was, he was like 100 percent a pickup went artist. right over my head because like he started telling me about this leadership program that i should do and he's like can i have your information so i can send it to you And i was like can i just google it like i'm I'm not fucking giving you my – at first I was like, okay, my email is harmless. And then I'm like, no, he's going to send me, like, a virus through a PDF or some shit. So I was like, get the fuck away from me. Um, What else? Oh, I had a panic attack on the way over here because I Lovely. started thinking about um, – I'm going out of town next week to visit my grandpa on Cape Cod, which will be the most, like, relaxing, beautiful trip. But, of course, my mind makes it into the most, like, haunting experience because – um it's like a big family trip and feel like, like that makes me feel like out of control of my schedule and I'm like at the mercy of like <laughs> I don't know what my dad wants to do which is mm. fine but it stuff like that like stresses me out so much also because I I'm all everyone in my family is like a major extrovert and I like love a lot of alone time and I feel they're like to this day still offended every time I explain it to them I'm like it has nothing to do with you I just need time to recharge and they take it personally um but and then i started thinking i have two dates tonight and sunday and i'm like yeah you're okay
0: rolling and i know <laughs> buckets of love i don't know rolling in the dick
1: it's two dudes and in the um deep? In the no i said dick, dick. oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah for yeah, sure yeah, for yeah. sure um and but like thinking of all these things just made me want to hide and I was like wow I hate how anxiety robs me of joy (laughs) like that's a fun thing because I'm like instead of doing these things that I know will be like relaxing and fun and like the dates will be fun and cute and exciting like they seem like great dudes and The trip to Cape Cod will be really relaxing and nice and beach time, whatever, but I'm like, of course my mind takes it to this extreme level of like, okay, but you could die. And I'm like, okay, and? Like, (laughs) chill out. I don't... It's so... And it always makes me feel super sick, and I actually kind of want to call out from work after this. I don't know. I'm like, I don't want to because I want the money. Well, maybe
0: the power right. of this little community we have right here will heal you. And <laughs> maybe. then you'll feel better to
1: go to work. Fingers crossed, because I feel like absolute fucking death right now. And you know what? I tweeted about it. I was like, yo, what is everyone taking for anxiety? Like, no weed or supplements, because I I want, like, hard drugs. <laughs> I want I want medication. And I've gotten some nice responses. So if you're listening to this and you're what on do, some, like... What do like, people say? Other than someone DMX. said Effexor, and I was, like, scared because I know you had an... Insane experience with it um hold up yeah (laughs) that person probably
0: isn't bipolar
1: (laughs) yeah but i don't i don't i don't think they are i don't know but um, i can't imagine
0: effects are being
1: relaxed. lol but uh i don't i don't remember there's one that started with a v i recently oh vi no viber no, that's what I had the homicidal ideation on. Oh, wait, that was it called Vibrid? Vibrid. Yes, yeah. I was on that, and it made me crazy as well. Yeah. And I think my psychiatrist just had a deal with them, like like a commission thing that she like wanted to push it because she gave yeah, me yeah. There's like,
0: no generic. That's so it's like five hundred dollars. Yes.
1: She gave me a a month long like you know starter pack for free, and I was like great. And then when I went to fill it up, they're like, oh, so this will be two hundred dollars. And I laughed in their face and left. I'm like, I, like. What the fuck? Like, absolutely not. So I just went back to Prozac, and it was fine. I don't know. My body gets so weird with medication that it's, like, last year, like, the dose I'm on for Lamictal right now, when I was on it, no, two years ago, it made me suicidal. But, like, now being on it, like, I titrated back up to it because I, you know, was feeling like shit. And now it's, like, a great level for me. And same with Prozac. There were times where it made me feel crazy, and then now I've been, like, on it chilling for... I don't know, a year or something. Damn. Prozac, I went psychotic instantly.
0: And yeah, then yeah, for sure. I oh, I love Lamechdol. I'm, I'm sad that you, yeah, I'm sad it didn't work out but for you. But wait, did I tell you how the gardener, uh, so I went on Vibrid while I was in residential treatment last year. We had a horticulture every morning with a gardener. I started having homicidal ideations about stabbing him. Very but he recently got normal. fired because there was a porn star in the program. And he, like, knew who the porn star was, and he was, like, harassing this person. No. I don't know if it was a man or a woman. It doesn't matter, but. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, wow, so he, like, okay.
0: recognized them and was just, like, saying stuff to them, and so they had to let Ew, him go. don't
1: be weird. I Why know. are people so weird? I can't imagine doing porn. I feel like the entitlement people feel to, like, your body and your time if you do porn is, is just. Yeah, are
0: fucking weird it's like how vulnerable it's just like yo i'm like trying not to kill myself and i'm like planting tiny onions with my fingers (laughs) like leave me the fuck alone
1: oh wow that's uh annoying oh i just got have you guys downloaded the pattern i just got my um notification from it because um what's his face channing tatum uh uh made a twitter video of yeah (laughs) about it isn't it just like a natal chart or is it um no it's it's like does what is it called whatever it keeps going it's not just natal and it talks about like how you know moon stuff will affect you because we just had like a something with the moon a full moon that like was a clamp i don't know but um Yeah, it has blown my mind. It basically said, like, you're super charismatic, but don't become an egotistical fuck. And I was like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, I do feel that (laughs) way. But I'm like, as a performer, how do I not? So I'm really excited to talk about the book today. Me too. Do you want to – can we introduce it? Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about How to Do Nothing, Resisting the Attention Economy by Jenny O'Dell. And we have Jamie Loftus on today Hi. of the Cast podcast, yes. which is like yeah. fucking hilarious and awesome. Thank you. Uh, Very yeah, welcome. I was, I was, man, I
2: was so engaged in the meds conversation because oh, I'm, I'm in the process of going back on Lamictal okay, I mean, now, oh my God. which is like such a, such a crap shoot, mm-hmm. but you know, it's like reach the point where you're like well i can't not i can't have nothing yeah yeah um so i'm about to like and my, my psychiatrist is i met him in the er a couple of years ago when i was having a light psychotic break so i met him at uh, cedar sinai er and Ooh, i frequent that er as well re- <laughs> yeah it was a good well because i tried to go to i tried to go to the one around here i tried to go to kaiser and they were like if you don't they did that whole like it was very
1: was it like if you don't have their insurance or something no no
2: no, they were like we will admit you but you have to say that you want to kill yourself and i was like i don't think i do i think i just like and they were just like okay then leave oh my god God. come back when you want to kill yourself and then and then a few days later i was like you know what (laughs) i actually do yeah um but cedar sinai they they were i don't i actually don't know if they had the same barrier because i just like walked from where i was working which was like nearby and it's like, and this was also on the day of Brexit. Anyways, I met Ooh, this psychiatrist, and he he's been really cool to me through the years because I haven't had um I haven't had health insurance since I've lived here, and I've lived here for almost four years, um, and he'll basically just, like, write me off on his taxes generally because I can't afford the medication. Wow. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I want to go back on medication. I'm traveling internationally. Like, and I just want to, in, like, high-pressure situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to keep my shit together. And so what he had to do with the Lamictal was um, he couldn't give me two months at once. Mm-hmm. Um, so what? Well, also because
1: you have to, like, titrate onto it, right? So, like, yeah. exactly. like different doses. Ugh.
2: So we're doing this, like breaking bad thing where he was like (laughs) he was like okay so i'm not i can't give you two months at once so i'm just gonna prescribe twice the dosage and then Mm. you have to cut up the pills all tiny like and like there's right now i'm taking like one sixth of one pill (laughs) to titrate on because they're they're just so i mean i don't know what would happen if i took a whole one oh it would yeah um but yeah back in the lamictal
1: zone have you not yeah. been on medication for a while? Not for about
2: a year or mm. so. How's that um, been?
1: That sounds so scary.
2: It's been it's been okay. Um I think yeah there like I my issues with medication have been mostly like I'm really 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 sensitive to sleep cycles being oh, interrupted and it was just same. it was fucking with my sleep so badly and my memory too that was memory was like the final straw where i was i was touring and i was have to like perform an hour at a time and i couldn't like remember my act and so i Mm. had i had like i felt like i have to find a way to and i'm i mean in some ways it's and this is very much like just my experience individually i wouldn't recommend that anyone else do this uh but it, it was like Useful over the course of the year to kind of find alternate ways of dealing with a manic episode, and and Mm. I I don't know how to like correctly put it, but I'm not um, I'm on like the lower end of bipolar, whatever Mm. that Mm. I forget which which number is two the lower one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. confusing. It's like golf. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm two. So I it's like it's hard, but I can usually reel it in if Mm -hmm. I have if I make myself you know if I make the tools and find and have the support system and all that stuff that I'm fortunate to have Mm -hmm. so it was rough I mean this book was actually really helpful to me um when when it came out um I
1: feel like it's hard to do nothing when you're you're (laughs) manic exactly yeah
2: like so so uh so yeah but now you know Fuck it. Back on the Lamictal. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Fuck yeah. Honestly, I love Lamictal. I've been mm-hmm. on it for over two years now. Oh, wow. Many different um, variations with, like, the milligrams. but yeah. um Full-on chemistry set. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I might and try I've... to go back on lithium. Okay. But I'm not sure. Yeah, because you, you went off of it, and now you're on Depakote, yeah. and now you want to get off of that. How no. long do you have to wait to get back off of it? i
0: don't know i've been having i've been chronicling my like body ailments i haven't been able to like Mm -hmm. walk well since going on the no. um i feel like i'm in like an 85 year old it's very odd so trying to figure that out might go back on the lithium
1: what didn't you like about lithium
0: i was having like these like i had chronic daily migraines for like nine months Uh, that like wouldn't uh, stop but now i've been on blood pressure medication to like prevent it so i'm like maybe if i like go. i'm already on the blood pressure medication and mm-hmm. then take the lithium it will like balance balance it out yeah i don't know god this That's is crazy such a fucking it's such but yeah i'm bipolar one so i'm like okay. i like can't well i could go off meds but my psychiatrist said like <laughs> from like 27 to 30 i think is mm-hmm. like When, like, women tend to have their, like, biggest manic episodes, So he was like, we need to, like, keep it under control for the next few years. I made a tweet about,
1: like, you know, we talk about, like, the big one as in, like, the earthquake. And and I'm like, I'm waiting
0: for the big one. (laughs) It's literally, like, Saturn return. Yeah.
2: It's, it's, I mean, I turn 27 next month, so something to look forward
1: to. Can't
2: wait for the big one. Leo. Wait, what's
1: next? Is it Leo season next? Yeah. Are you a Leo? Yeah.
2: Hell fucking yeah. yeah. I also have the pattern. I love, I, I yeah. really enjoy the, I was reading it like on the bus on the mm-hmm. way over here. And my friend uh, Lizzie Cooperman, when I, she saw, she's like very into astrology mm-hmm and was like very similar to Channing Tatum very <laughs> alarmed when she found yes. out I had the pattern where she was just like no they're mining your data don't <laughs> she was, like, she's like I don't like it the pa- there's too much to read it's like but like she was also kind of for the same reasons as Channing Tatum like <laughs> what the fuck is going on know, here yeah. it's, it's very just listening to you
1: yeah it's like a lot but i enjoy it because i like reading more if i could get a fucking like chart reading every day i would fucking do it like i love i love astrology shit whether it's real or not i don't care i I love it so
2: it appeals to like my inner narcissist too because i'm like yeah i could read like 20 paragraphs about my life
1: yeah yeah. that leo energy i'm a leo moon (laughs) i guess and i feel it hard (laughs) that's
0: why like last night caroline and i were talking about how like because we talk about astrology incessantly, and we do so every episode of the podcast as well. Yeah. Um, But I was like, I don't actually I know you believe in that. it at my core because I'm like in, in no way religious, and I think this is like a belief yeah. system, and so that doesn't like jive with me. And I was fucking like anarchist. trying to explain like why I'm still into it, but it's the narcissism
2: <laughs> that <laughs> makes no right. so sense. I mean, cause cause really? I'm like Scorpios, I, are yeah. fucking
1: Cool. So like, yeah, oh, you're I'm like a Scorpio, yeah. I'm a like, double Scorpio. Nice. So is my mom. Ooh. Wild.
2: Yeah. It. it is. I mean, I feel like it's just like a fun way to be like, "Oh, I want to know myself better." Yeah. But do I? And then yeah. it's and then, it's then you're fine like too much, too much.
1: I was read to pieces by mine. Yeah, and Ooh. it's like I love
0: being like a manic pixie dream girl sometimes to myself and so like the scorpio <laughs> horoscope is like ooh, you bad little bitch <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 you crazy little cunt <laughs> oh, that's great alliteration lol um yeah so why did you choose this book
2: uh, I chose this book because I it's uh, I have I have like a really I think unhealthy relationship with the internet and technology yeah. as do I think most people Same. I know yeah um but I've like yeah like I I have such a bad like toxic relationship with it that I have like over the years like sought like ways to deal with it because I just like it's it was always like annoying and frustrating to me especially when you're getting this advice from like older people and people who didn't really grow up with the internet Mm -hmm. to when when they say like well you should just delete it just stop using it and it's like that's just not unfortunately not possible to in so many ways like i can't really do my job without it i was gonna say like in comedy it's your career yeah yeah and and also it's just like it's how you know it's how most people receive information yeah like it's and and so the whole like just just delete it like option i knew was just not going to be realistic Mm for me um so when i heard about this Book my I think it was my friend um, who's a wonderful musician who everyone should listen to Fat Tony, Uh uh, post posted about this book and was saying how much he really liked it and it so I literally learned about this book on my friend's Instagram stories (laughs) (laughs) so like (laughs) fuck it um so then yeah I got it right away I was. In, I think I was in Denver when I got this book, and I was like so excited to read it because I, w- I was like working during the day, and then I was alone at night, mm. and I was in the middle of like one of my many trying to separate myself from social media because. It was like I think it was in the middle of some wave of harassment that you know it just mm-hmm. happens once every so often. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to stay offline. So I started quilting at Ooh. night. So I
1: love that
2: quilting and watching soap operas.
0: So mindful. Wow, and wow. And grandmother
2: I, energy over here. I, yeah, I love it. When what soap opera? When, oh, at this uh, that Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. It's Ooh. this one from the 70s. It's like a comedic soap opera mm-hmm. about oh. like a, a housewife who is like having a psychotic break over the course of two years it's really 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 good
0: okay need to watch it yeah (laughs) absolutely it's
2: so funny uh it stars um this woman is Louise I forget what her last name is she was weirdly Woody Allen's first wife which we can't we can't Mm. judge her too harshly for but she's amazing and the writing it's an it's a Norman Lear show like it's just it's great, nice. uh but so when I'm off the lamictal, I will do things like <laughs> channel a manic episode into making an entire quilt. <laughs> um, so I was doing that, and then learned about this book and had it like shipped to the nearest Amazon locker and got it right away, and nice. just kind of ate it up and revisited it every so often. I wouldn't say that I'm very good at following the good advice in yeah. this book, but I'm glad that I have it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, she talks a lot about bird watching in <laughs> Oakland in the rose garden in the book and yeah. I've decided I'm going to try and take up bird watching because yeah. I want to be a birder. <laughs> I, I love I, that for you. I was reading very like, much. I was reading like an LA Times article yesterday about like how to do bird watching in LA and they've actually like cha- they prefer to be called birders. Okay. That sounds
2: kind of gross, but okay. Yeah. They I I mean yeah, she makes bird watching sound cool. I have this paranoid like thought about all like niche communities now that like no matter how cool they sound, they're probably secretly all right? Oh, uh, oh 100 Oh 100% like, I'm just bird. like yeah,
0: no, bird people all voted for Trump
2: 100%. I just I feel like that might be true. I mean, I don't think Jenny O'Dell did obviously, yeah. but I think that there's a high likelihood like every niche Like, you can't engage with anyone and then not realize later that they were all right. It's just, I, you know. He has an Autobahn endorsement. I I don't know. I mean, it's, I think you should still go, but just, like, proceed. And also, like, don't, don't join their Facebook groups because that's where it will really come out. They're, Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I, I really love like her. I mean, I think she she kind of like even though she she gives you kind of like realistic um, options of how to um, approach. Just I mean, what I love about it is that it's uh, not about logging out. It's just like about recontextualizing your attention and like how to um just sort of gradually shift your relationship to social media and she mm. kind of like i like like in the first couple of chapters she like debunks the notion of like just disconnecting from society altogether yeah. and like how kind of selfish and pointless <sighs> yeah. that is where's which-
1: my quote i have this quote that i ha- i have it hanging on my wall you cannot find peace by avoiding life i think it's mm. Virginia Woolf. I- don't know for sure but I think about it all the time because when I was super depressed in 2017 like my go-to is to just like isolate like I would famously just like drive to Angeles National Forest like every day and just like cry and by myself I don't I don't even I don't know what I was doing like I don't know but and I wanted so badly to just like fix myself F- you know fix myself whatever, however but like yeah. on my own like in hiding from people but like first of all that doesn't work because you need a support system but also like we're humans we're meant to have social <laughs> connection but yeah, yeah. it's and just hard to do it in like a healthy way
0: <laughs> on I've- the internet i've been trying to accept this week like this has nothing to do with this really but like (laughs) the concept of fixing yourself because i went into Mm. treat like residential treatment like almost a year ago Mm. or i went in last august (laughs) like august 8th yay and like thank you um but then it's like so it's almost been a year and so there's like some like parameter of like oh it's been a year i need to be fixed Mm. and i'm trying to be like know this is like a lifetime of being like oh i have this thing i need to learn to like live with it and control it and like it's not just going to be like oh i did intensive therapy it's like, not finite it's not it yeah it's gonna finite. like keep Which going and s- changing and evolving super refreshing.
1: i wrote a little like medium article about how to help
0: a loved mm. one when
1: they're depressed and i i was thinking in one of the last paragraphs i said something about like i think are all mental illnesses chronic like do any of are, do any of them like go away over over time i guess none of us are doctors so we don't know but i'm just like i don't i don't know if there's well like I don't know. some
0: people i think have like some people who if you don't have like chronic major depression then it's like you can just have like you just have one like, or like or two an episode episodes. and then it's just like, yeah 10. And usually it's, like, situational, like, uh, a right. parent dies right. or whatever.
1: Well, then I think about how t- we had Tara McGorry on last week, and oh she, God. yeah. She's, she's awesome. I love her. I know. It was such a good conversation. And she was saying that she has, like, tested out of, like, having BPD mm-hmm. because, like, you can but i but i don't know i feel like that's okay so i guess like they're not chronic but like for for me for everyone in this room i feel like it it just feels like it's like okay like i'm gonna have to deal with this well bipolar
0: is like a chemical illness Mm -hmm. i don't like bpd is more of like a mental illness from like circumstance and like
1: childhood and Mm. trauma and stuff from what I understand, yeah, yeah, yeah. From what I understand uh, as well, know, but again, not <laughs> not doctors. No one, yeah. no That's, one's a doctor. Again, anything don't take we our say advice. on this podcast, like all of this,
0: could be wrong. Yeah, truly, <laughs> like, I you know, don't I, trust us. Yeah, I'm
1: like just talking from personal experience and whatever Googling I've done. Yeah, yeah. I so love Googling. My this business. doesn't hold up in a court of law. <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> something I've had kind of trouble with since getting like proper diagnoses in 2016 is like because they're still relatively new to me Mm -hmm. is like believing that they're true or still like especially when I'm in it talking myself out of the fact that I have it because I'm just like well if like just two people say it eh, when I'm like Twenty three, twenty four. Like, what does that mean? That doesn't mean uh, yeah. that could be, blah blah blah. And then <laughs> my boyfriend will usually be like, "That's because you're having a low key manic episode." Like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, you're like, you're crazy. Yeah. I'm fine. Like, what are you <laughs> talking
1: about? I'm gonna binge drink about <laughs> <laughs> somewhere else.
2: But it is. I mean, it is like a weird. I don't know. I went to so. I mean, I went to. I'm sure we've all had this experience of just like I went to to a bunch of different doctors that just were, like, either kind of not listening to me mm-hmm. and weren't specialized in the things that I, I didn't even recognize that I needed, um, and then eventually, like, I don't know, like, right before I went into the hospital a couple of years ago to the gorgeous Cedar sinai <laughs> Just reading about Brexit in the waiting room, so weird. I was like, just, why was it on the day of Brexit? <laughs> that was the day I got diagnosed with OCD, and no shit, I got diagnosed with bipolar on the day of the election. So, oh my, oh my god. god, truly, okay.
1: uh, it's my fault. Watch out for any like uh, <laughs> big <Wow>. if something <laughs> else, news stories. If,
2: if something else is wrong, if something horrible is gonna happen. Um, but yeah just like even believing that it's a thing because before i went in i went to two i think two yeah two different um mental health professionals who just were sort of like i don't know like this sounds scary though (laughs) it's
0: like "Ah," like yeah yeah Yeah, it's just it's crazy before i got i just got diagnosed with bipolar like last like october
1: 2018 because you were originally diagnosed with bipolar type 2 right yeah and then but then then they like took
0: it back (laughs) and they were like no you just have like regular depression and i was like this is not regular depression because i have mixed episodes so it's like dysphoric mania it's like not fun yeah Um, what does that
1: what does that mean what's dysphoric mania it's
0: like the like heightened sensibility of mania and like the like quick paced thoughts and intensity but it's sure. like all negative oh stuff. not so, the so grandiose like, ego yeah so it's yeah. like you don't get any of like
1: the, the <laughs> none of the fun stuff, <laughs> stuff. and then like oh, the, yeah and then the
0: kind of like determining factor of like when they were diagnosing me he was like when you're manic like do you get anything done and I was like absolutely not and so mm-hmm. it's like hypomania you can kind of like that's what Channel. people yeah that's why people like don't want to go on meds because like yeah I mean, like, they're like yeah it's like yeah. i don't want to lose my abilities but like for like regular mania it's yeah. like you can't do anything so yeah i don't know but um yeah before that they just thought i had like regular anxiety and depression and were just like put cycling me on like different all the classic like, at, antidepressants. Yeah, ssris and stuff and Ooh, so that was triggering bad, bad, bad. mania yeah. and hypomania Absolutely. and it was just like a mess
2: good lord but I, now we're here that sucks you don't even <laughs> get the fun mania i know but also i th- like probably t- at least in some small way a blessing in disguise because it's so easy yeah, I to get addicted it to it yeah. um i know my psychiatrist can't I stop going up I just... to get it back yeah, <laughs>
0: that's why i just got addicted to adderall instead Super it's, it's, literally, it's
2: literally the same thing i did i did cocaine for the first time last year and, um, it's truly, it has nothing on a uh, pure manic episode. <laughs> it's yeah. incredible. I fell asleep 30 minutes after doing <laughs> my first. Yeah. yeah. No, that's the
0: thing. I think when you're like, if you have like ADHD or bipolar, maybe other mental illnesses, like. Coke can just like make you sleepy. It's like yeah, just like I paradoxical effects. I did
2: it with like friend, like uh, friends that I like really trusted, because otherwise I wouldn't have done it, because yeah. I'm really bad at drugs. <laughs> but my friend just like, gave I got so sleepy. and My friend put a, like a sheet mask on me and massaged my hands, oh and I just fell asleep. God, it was so that nice. Amazing. It was, it was incredible. Self care. <laughs> yeah. It was so- <laughs> she was. She was like, put a
1: face mask on. She was
2: like, trust me, I do cocaine every night before bed and this is i was like
0: whoa <laughs> was like, oh my god <laughs> married couples are weird they, it's like they like, are it's like how <laughs> europeans have coffee after dinner I, like,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they let just they, a little <laughs> bump after <dinner. laughs> yeah they're so in wow. love and they do
2: cocaine before bed it's so like and how is, that, possible? And how is that
1: like i'm worried for their noses i i guess
2: yeah i mean i'm they're they're super cool they're they're I don't know I don't know damn but yeah went slept like a baby that night I love that <laughs> that's amazing um yeah <laughs> like should we get so that? this I book a <laughs>
0: I love the author Jenny O'Dell I re- I realized yesterday that no, I don't. now I'm gonna forget the name of the article she wrote but it mm. was like like the store that never ends I have to google it
2: yeah, I'm sorry that I um so I I had to reschedule this which is why I feel like I know I that's made pl- this I know ago. we read
1: this I uh, yeah, oh, I have it, it in my notes Tuesday May 28th oh, is when God. I took notes on this and it is now um, mid July. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, maybe we're all a little rusty, so but uh <laughs> but, but just I mean, just but, talking about the s- subject. Yeah, I mean no, there's it doesn't there's not have to be
2: specific there's so much about this book that i really like love in fear like i think the thing i most take away from it is like recon like accepting that you can't really separate yourself from technology Mm. at this point like i i kind of view the ability to log out like as a privilege Mm -hmm. of sorts at this point where it used to be the opposite but like there like every time like a celebrity or like an influencer or someone else exhausting um, like posts a long thing about how they're like taking a break from social media and blah 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 and they're
1: like, It's too hard, I can't do it and you're just like it's just like Well, good for you. Like, well, and also they have like PR people to maintain their image anyway. Like, I don't know, because I always think about that. I, well, I texted Kelsey in a fucking dizzy, like, was that 10 days ago, two weeks ago, where I was just like, I just deleted every, all the social media apps off my phone. I need to just like hibernate. I can't do anything. I don't want to have any obligations. Mm. And then literally the next day
0: <laughs> I you read
1: down all of them. Yeah. And then you have to remember your passwords and it's hard. Oh, I'm yeah. so every time I delete it, everything a I'm like, for anything.
0: <laughs> like bank, email, and I'm like, you tell me, man. they I know. I'm yeah. like, let me
2: just
1: get that touch ID. Yeah. Oh, that's what gives me all the I've passwords. Got,
2: I've got super sur- like super surveillance. Date. um face id on my whoa. phone Ooh, hate it it doesn't open unless i make eye contact with the device whoa and it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't recognize me when i'm tired which makes me sad wow um, oh my god wow. <laughs> it's just like a, th- okay, it's okay rude tells me i'm ugly okay hey, wow um, some
1: black mirror shit <laughs> right
2: but yeah like i don't know i, I find it so frustrating when like super privileged people are like i'm logging out for a bit it's just like well that's just like not a practical solution for like 99 percent of creative people there's no well because i'm like if
1: you're not promoting your work no one will no one will will know about it no one yeah i'm like no one cares and that's what i think about all the time so i used to have my instagram hooked up to the like bottom of my hinge profile Mm -hmm. but then that's how that guy found dating myself and i just i don't i don't like for people to like listen to the podcast or watch um my web series like before meeting me especially if it's a date situation because then they like have weird preconceptions but um but also I was like looking at it I was like god I look like such a narcissist on my page because it's all like selfies and show like posters and and I'm like man but then i'm also like well what does anyone use social media yeah yeah Yeah. but it's just like part of me i'm like god i feel like such a fucking asshole that everything is like ha 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 look at this photo shoot i did and also come to my show and watch this thing and la 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 but um but i'm like i always think about that's the only like that's the only way anyone ever knows about anything so it's like what is the balance people don't look anywhere else anymore like there's No. no no reason to
2: and also, it's like, I don't know. I get in my head about that, too, of just like, oh, I look like such an asshole. But then it's like, I don't really, like, judge any other no. performer for doing
1: that. I'm, like, like, rooting the them options? on. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I'm, like, I'll fucking retweet it. Let's get it going. I feel yeah. like
0: I have the opposite problem where I'm pretty, I'm still pretty, like, trepidatious about, like, posting stuff because I'm so self-conscious about, like, coming off as, like, egotistical. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, like. I'm not promoting anything and then I'm like I'm stupid because I'm like doing things that I'm not promoting which like it mm. uh, doesn't make sense so I feel like you can't win either way I know no. and well and it's like okay see- we're
1: all a bunch of bipolar bitches so it's like you yeah. can't have the extremes because I'm like I'm either like I want to fucking walden this shit go move to the forest and like right. do not be completely secluded or I want Except you're all really of living my in my- your mom's backyard <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking of Pop Pop. My grandpa lives on Cape Cod, and I was like... That's amazing. I know. I've gone to visit him so many times, and I'm just like, I'm depressed, can't see anyone, because he's so chill. Because like a lot of times when we have dinner we just sit in silence and it's really nice. Like great. he and I have really great conversations. Great. We talk every week, but also there are times where it's like, we can just chill together and not talk. And I'm like, thank God I don't have to pretend. To- you Such should write movie. Walden yeah. three. <laughs> Cause there's already, there's already there a Walden is. two. Who the fuck Walden wrote two. that?
0: Yeah. It's like some like weird, like dystopian book, but it's like not good. My therapist and treatment recommended it to me. <laughs> and you're like, I no, thank then you. then it was, bad and i okay, didn't I'm read it so wait who is it? it it's also by like a random person who like of course is, it is um oh the other article i was talking about that you guys should read is that's by jenny odell it's called a business with no end oh, the oh, new york right. times article yes. yeah. okay it's Put, fucking yeah, crazy i didn't eight. realize until yesterday that it was, it was the, the same, same author yeah i
2: wish i could take her classes like when she's describing yeah. her classes, oh, god yeah. that sounds so good yeah i told yeah. my i told my psychiatrist uh about this book because we had, when I was first going into treatment, even pre being, like when we were strictly treating OCD before bipolar like came into the mix. <laughs> came into the picture. Um, when I couldn't stop having episodes and he's like, hold on. Um, <laughs> but when it was just OCD, it was literally specific. It was like sort of an experimental procedure or on his part, which I think is why it was uh, not as expensive as it should have been for me. Mm. Um, but it was uh basically just like literally trying to do what this book tries to do which is just reshape my um relationship to social media because Mm -hmm. i was compulsively checking to like where i would get and it's so weird i'm like why didn't you realize i was bipolar sooner but i would get these like irrational ideas about how someone felt about me or something that was happening and then i would go into social media and truly by any means necessary would find a way to justify the irrational thought i was having yeah. by like like you know like murder corkboard yeah. red string yeah. yeah and then um, i would i would do these for a while it was daily and then it was like the medicine started working <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was like for for a call, for like 2 or 3 full months leading up to finally going to the hospital it was just like every single day yeah. i was on twitter and Facebook and Instagram constantly just trying to justify these ideas I was having yeah. some of which turned out to be correct uh <laughs> which you know, and was not helpful hard. Uh, but some of which were totally like removed yeah. from reality and so what we would do is like he would say you know like okay what have you been checking and like why wa- like or basically like what is your root cause for being too logged in today right Mm. and so i would have to say like whatever i think like uh one of them was i think my boyfriend is cheating on me with his ex Mm -hmm. right and then he was like okay and then we would have to do this series of questions of like he's like okay so if That's true. Like, what's the worst possible consequence? It sounds like
1: some DVT shit. It is some DVT shit. Yeah.
2: And so, like, we just would do that and do that, do that. But it would be over the phone, and I would be on, like, I could only, there were certain situations, and I did break this rule all the time. But it was, I could be on social media for a full hour every day, but it was only when I was on the phone with him. Um, wow. So That's wild.
0: Chaperone. Like, yeah, <laughs> literally. It was just like someone
2: peeking over your shoulder. And I would be like, and I felt like I did feel completely nuts because I was just reading this woman I barely knew's tweets aloud to a medical professional. Uh-huh. But I was just like, well, this, is, like, it, I don't know. Eventually it did start to help. And, it, so it's, like, all the fact-checking stuff. It is, yeah. yeah and nah. it was, like, I, I just because of, like, what my – I was literally working as a fact-checker at that time, so I was <laughs> uniquely qualified <Yes. laughs> to make things mean what I needed them to. Yeah, and, wow. But it ended up being really, really helpful, and, like, I still have a really unhealthy relationship with the Internet, but not, like, not that not bad it was, yeah. anymore. But it was – I mean, it is, like, such a weird, long process to, like – detach yeah yeah and just feel comfortable detaching for a while or I don't know I'm always looking for like things I can do alone where I don't feel alone and I don't need to be on my phone I like going to theme parks by myself
1: oh I've wanted to do that
2: so single rider you should I was literally I was at Universal last night Oh my god! Oh, well, that's and
1: amazing.
2: It's great that um, if if you happen to, if anyone listening happens to live near a theme park, uh, which is uh, rude of me to say, cause <laughs> but like if you get like a resident pass, like I have like a resident pass at Universal, it's like hundred fifty bucks for the year. Ooh. You can go oh, damn. And... like unlimited. Yeah, yeah. Damn. And so like if I'm like kind of in it, or I was having a ton of like kind of irrational thoughts and anxiety about this trip i'm about to take so i like checked my blackout dates saw if i was good for last night and then i just like i went you can bring your laptop in like what? i like went to the harry potter restaurant and like answered some emails and then i just like I chilled out. put it away and like went on some roller coasters and felt way better that That's sounds amazing. amazing.
0: When I first got sober, I was like, "Am I gonna become a coaster head?" And <laughs> I, then I didn't. But like <laughs> now, I see that there's a way, and like my faith is a restored. Jesus. Like Lisa I, Kudrow and Kimmy Schmidt. They're literally okay. In the past
1: year,
2: <laughs> I've become a low-key coaster head. I'm... Oh my god! Yeah. Can we start a club? <laughs> you really okay? Because I. I've literally just started speaking to people about my coaster fixation I was (laughs) telling my psychiatrist about it the other day and he was like well that's not unhealthy. I was like, <laughs> okay, judgy like
1: <laughs> But I love how I feel like anything when you kind of have like mental illness or addiction or something, it's like sometimes it feels like any coping strategy yeah. becomes like an, like an a obsession like, well, when, yeah
0: Like when I was driving I had to go I was home in Vegas, um in I think February for a funeral and then when I was driving back, um I wanted to stop at prim and like go on the rides there because like when i was growing up my dad was like a little the cfo at prim so i would like go to work with him and we would like go on the log ride and go to the buffet so i was like oh i'm gonna like stop and like go on the rides and like get like the high of the log ride and whatever but actually like they like aren't making any money so all
1: of the rides are shut down oh is that where that like buffalo bill like yes buffalo bills yeah people wanted wanted to to do that that, um like for our prom or something we like ranted a party bus and people were, like oh my we should go to fucking prim and i was so anxious at that time and i have like endless like bathroom anxiety that i'm like if there's not a bathroom available like my body mm-hmm. is going to want to shit yeah and so i was like when people were suggesting that i was like absolutely over my fucking dead body because <laughs> i was like it's like it's a lot like it's not a short Trip, no, it's
0: like f- at least 40 minutes. It's wow. like 40, probably and, no, maybe 30 at night.
1: Well, I feel like I live further oh, north from Summerlin, yeah, yeah it's so probably like 45 minutes. And I was like, no, and thankfully we didn't go. We that went, was
0: wait, what did you do for a prom? We went to Blue Man Group for a prom, that's so fucking so weird. we're both from
1: Vegas, yeah, so oh, okay, like okay, cool, yeah. yeah.
0: And like our school was like, no one, like you didn't go to the high school dance, it's like if someone like oh, I was maybe, uh, maybe well, we a, went
1: before we went to do stuff before that was on the strip wait did you guys oh, okay. go to the same high school no, no oh, we okay. met through twitter Whoa. so we didn't i know yeah see, internet actually I, see all of the cool it's comedy friends i've met are because of twitter yeah so i'm like you can't i mean you can't yeah. well I and like they're really literally... special friendships so i'm like i wouldn't have i feel like you're literally you know.
2: missing out like if you yeah. don't Engage, but also Ooh, wait. it ruined your life. That yeah.
1: just reminded me there's something about wait, finish your story. I'm sorry because like I love Las Vegas stories. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: I'll yes. just explain to the listeners. So, yeah. our like, um, for our school, it was like, un- it's like, unless one person, the only reason you went to the actual was dance was if, if, so- yeah, if someone like won something and they would like stop by, everyone mm. else would like wait on the what? bus because you didn't want to buy tickets because like oh. it's like the dances would never be like as cool as like going to the strips you would like rent a party bus and then go to like a fancy dinner yeah, such we had and a like fucking take pictures album, on yeah. a golf course and then go to like a show and <laughs> then like you know
1: no for my prom i um uh, uh blacked out on xanax and alcohol i didn't no one told me i wasn't supposed to take Wow. I had really, I had just been prescribed Xanax probably the year before, and I was so, I was such an anxious wreck. So I took a Xanax, and then, like, a couple hours later was drinking straight tequila and vodka. Oh, wow. So I don't remember any of my problems. Really? Like that insane. long after taking it? Uh, Yeah. Wow. Well, maybe. It, my well, probably also a because. Yeah and then wait i'm trying to think oh no and then the like sophomore girls gr or, or sadie's dance or something everybody went on a roller coaster the new york new york Sadie one. hawkins dance oh, in my na, khaki na, pants nothing better do you so, like my sweater <laughs> but that's when i was gonna say that's when i was like hopped up on a modium constantly because i was like wait, afraid does a modium have
0: an effect on like your mood I've never taken No, that.
1: no. It's just because I was afraid to shit. I, like, didn't okay. want to have an upset stomach in public. So I would just, like, take it all. The- Xanax and Imodium. Because then it was just, like, no anxiety and no shitting anxiety. Anyway, <laughs> what I was going to talk about, um, the necessity of missing out, she talks yeah. about. I'm, like, I used to think that I didn't have FOMO because, like, I do love staying in I I do love doing things on my own I feel like I like going to big populated spaces by myself because I like to absorb I've said this so many times and I think for me it's an introverted thing that I like absorbing other people's energy without having to like give anything in return so like I love like grocery stores and uh, movie theaters and yeah like I feel like going to a theme park alone would be like so good because it's like there's so much going on around you but you can still kind of like just be on your own and there's no yeah yeah yeah. so and it's not that I it's not me trying to be selfish I'm like I take other people's energy it's not that I'm taking anything from them it's just that there are like people I I when I was super depressed I I came up with this idea what was it called it was like the loner bar or something I don't know where I was like I wish because there were like Saturday nights that like all my friends were doing things and I was like, I wish I could go to a public space alone. You can't, where it's like, you can't go to bars alone in LA. No. It's like not but a I thing. But like, I was like, it'd be so nice that if you could wear like a green, a yellow, or a red sticker where it's like, green is like, yeah, oh come talk God. to me. Yeah. And yellow is like, okay, like, I maybe want to talk, but I'm also... And then red is just like, no, I'm reading a book and drinking wine. Don't talk to me. But it's like, because I'm like, I need social I have, time without... I have
2: that experience yeah. a lot where, yeah, it's like you i don't know like there should be a word for it i'm sure there is in a different better language than ours but like the the yeah like wanting to be out but not wanting to be like seen or not not wanting to be like interacted with which is like so bizarre but you can't i mean it sucks because mostly you can't that's Generally, other than the fact that I've been red pilled by um, by mm-hmm. roller coaster YouTube, uh, <laughs> uh, other than that, and I just am now I've I didn't I had no interest in I didn't even like going on roller coasters when I was a kid. I'm like, what the fuck is going oh. on? Turn twenty six, I'm addicted to roller coasters, <laughs> and, I, and I don't want anyone around me when I'm near them. <laughs> oh, that was oh my god, insane. But um, but yeah, just like kind of. Wishing that you could be somewhere without having to actively participate or just like fo- focus more on the feeling of yeah. being there. But it's mostly not safe. Like, most, I mean, going to a bar alone, I know. it's just not safe. I always want to like go
1: on walks at night. I love doing night yeah. drives, but oh, yeah. sometimes I'm like, I, I want some like fresh air and like you know get a pep in my step whatever but i was like and my neighborhood's pretty chill but i'm like i don't fucking know because i, I also like to wear so. headphones i'm like yeah my would, mom would have a fucking fit i, <laughs> I would do that in, a lot in dublin but i don't know if i would do that i here. did that a ton when i went to school in boston and it was totally yeah. unsafe because i was like in back roads like where there no one was around and so i was like man if i have headphones in and someone fucking attacks me like I'm, yeah. I'm
2: done. I'm from Boston, yeah, and it's a great it. it's a great place to walk around. But mm-hmm. yeah, not. I mean, it, it's it's kind of like no major city is necessarily safe to walk. Yeah. around. I don't know. I, I walk around L.A. all the time. but Ooh, that's, that's how I. Well, I don't have a driver's license, not to brag. Love and it. I walk about eleven miles a day. Damn. Uh, my God. Which is another skill set, or I, it's not actually very healthy. It's probably eroding my knees but um it's like another way that i've uh tried to burn off manic energy yeah is by like walking well, a million miles also
1: a day. uh i feel like working out doing like a high intensity like running i feel like will only up the like and manic yeah. feelings because it's like cra- but like having a nice brisk walk feels like it's meditative
2: it at least mm-hmm. makes me tired when my br- like when it's yes like m- sometimes i'll just like try to make my body so tired that my brain mm-hmm. literally doesn't Has have no a choice. choice yeah um which i sometimes feel works.
0: like i can't do that well you like said I, you're having difficulties
1: with yeah, right now, yeah. so when i be, have like
0: like, like yeah like i feel like i try to like when like my psychiatrists have been like just like tire yourself out and i'm like I don't know sometimes i like get like two hours of sleep or no sleep at all and then we'll like work out and it's like i still can't like well, go i always feel like yeah working or, like out, then i have like, like more manic energy, energy and it's, like, yeah this doesn't mm. make sense
1: yeah, my psychiatrist does not actually support me walking that much i mm. <laughs> myself <laughs> i love when mental health professionals don't, don't agree with it tra- i i told my therapist <laughs> about a tattoo i want um that's like a it's from my favorite poem and she was just like, Caroline, it sounds like you're gonna look down at it and feel worse about yourself and I was what like is it? Well, that's kinda I well it was just she's not wrong. So it's from the uh, Mary Oliver poem Wild Geese, I think. It's like it starts with you do not have to be good um, like, And it's like, you only have to let the soft animal of your body love, was, love what it loves. And I think about that a lot because I want to be, like, perfect and healthy and fixed. And so I wanted to get the word good but, like, crossed out. And she was like, okay, but oh. then it looks like you're bad. And then I was like, yeah, it would definitely also be, like, a topic of conversation at bars. I feel like right. someone would be like, oh, you're bad. That's <laughs> if you're operating
0: on a binary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good or bad, I'm like poor is dose. It's a spectrum. You could be neutral. Yeah, no, but I just like I really wanted it because I love that poem so much. And another poem, I want. Uh, there's this. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's it's this short poem about. Um uh, uh, I could recite it honestly, um, but it's about someone eating their own heart, and it's they're like it's bitter, but I like it because it's bitter, and I love that. And I was like, I want to get a tattoo of a heart with that says "bitter" in the middle of it because I'm like, no matter what, no matter how you know, quote unquote, good or bad or healthy or not, like I still love myself. Like even even when I'm like in the deepest darkest shit, even when my heart feels like bitter, I'm like. I still love it. But then I was like, yeah, I feel like other people. <laughs> like it's just going to look like them." Like it's I'm just a like bitter bitch. Other people
2: asking oh you questions about it. I know. I was like, but then I- I'm like, Ugh. I kind
1: of don't care. I'm like, whatever. And I-, I want it like tucked in on my arm. So I'm like, yeah. I don't know how many people would see it. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm probably still going to just do it. it. Did everyone- yeah. Okay. Did you guys see late <laughs> Maybe night?
0: Life? No. What? Okay. You're lucky. <laughs> um, I saw it with my mom. There's just like this. Oh, weird, just, just to touch on poetry. Like there's this weird reoccurring thing where like mindy Kalen calling all, we'll never know um just keeps like saying at like every opportunity like tread lightly because you tread on my dreams which is like a what? wb yates quote um, and yeah. it's like so fucking random and it's like that from is... like probably the most popular yates poem and it's like they're just trying to be like <laughs> artsy they're just know. trying to have some like intertextuality well and it it's sounds like something this that's... doesn't make you look smart like this is just like so fucking <laughs> random and like Unfounded. I feel like it sounds like
1: a personal thing, like you know when you put your own like Easter eggs into scripts, yes. and it's yeah. like just it for you very and no one that. else cares. But right. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I think like that's better than it's like, from forcing. when you were old. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's just I'm what that sounds so good. Oh, the poem is called "When You Are Old."
0: Oh, okay, good when to know. I used to have it memorized. I don't know. Beautiful have a master's in Irish literature for <laughs>
1: literally no reason.
0: Love <laughs> it. <laughs> is that why you're living in Dublin? Yeah. That's amazing. I went to Trinity. Holy okay, shit. and it's you're fun. going to
1: fucking the Fringe Festival in We're Edinburgh, gonna, right? Yeah, I'm going Edinburgh Fringe. Oh, yeah. So Caitlin
0: cool. is doing the um, – like comedy show in Dublin where I did my first ever stand-up show oh no way yeah pop oh, the cherry so comedy cool.
2: I'm, I'm going to du- I need to figure out what dates I'm going to Dublin so I can ask. People oh yeah you should us. yeah you
0: should message them or that's cherry comedy and it's okay. so fun it's in cool. Whelan's which is this like really fun like pub music venue and it's okay. like um it's, like, a really fun pub, but then it's always, like, they, it's, like, a smaller venue, but then, like, the people who play, like, arena shows always, like, stop by, like, Ed Sheeran has stopped Amazing. by when I was there, and it's, like, because it's, like, I, that was like a girl. Galloway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. Galway Girl trap remix. Oh, um, but, yeah, it's it's super fun. Yeah, I'm excited get to a get a pint. Yeah. God, I just have to, like, keep
2: my shit together that whole trip. How Sunday. long have you gone for? i leave on monday and then Ooh. i come back on september 11th never <gasps>
1: forget oh yeah. so you're gone for what the fuck that's <laughs> that's like crazy. over a month mu- oh six my six weeks, god about. how long is fringe a month
2: Fr- fringes is, fringe is a full month so i'll be doing shows basically every night start uh first in london and then in, in scotland from mm. uh the 27th to the 27th um wow. with like one or two nights off that's and so cool yeah, and then, and then uh, my boyfriend is my uh, tech director because, you know, uh, you should employ <laughs> uh, people you're fucking, and, uh, but no, he's coming with me, and, and then Oh, uh, that'll
1: be good. I yeah. feel like to have that, like-
2: And then Caitlin, my podcast co-host, is, is meeting us there, and then mm. we're going to do a show together, and then oh. my boyfriend and I are just going to travel around for about a week and a half, which- and then we're gonna fly back. Literally, I mean, it is very morbid, but um, you on can September. you can fly internationally so cheap on September 11th. Like, wow, we're flying back from Barcelona for like 150 bucks. <gasps> it's a piece, but like that's wow. cra- crazy. Wow. It's it's insane wow, wow, wow. how um yeah. So very unfortunate life hack flying internationally on September
1: Thanks 11th. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. 9-11 mm. wow. was an job. <laughs> <No, laughs> my no, first boyfriend's no, no. birthday was September 11th. Ooh, and then right. also the guy who I had sex with who um, went by two different names and I still didn't know what his <laughs> name was, was also born on September 11th. You know who wow. was born three days after September 11th? I don't. Rue from euphoria. <gasps> well, okay have you guys been watching oh I fucking love I'm that show I'm not caught up okay. really Ooh. Like
0: so good
1: I wanna buy a bike just so I can be like <laughs> yeah. well I've been thinking about buying a bike cause my work um, during the school year is super it's it's like a five minute drive. Like it's so stupid to drive, but it's mm-hmm. too long of a walk. It's like a forty minute walk, and then I'm like sweaty. So oh I'm yeah, like, you should oh, get I I should a bike. Buy a bike. Yeah. and I'm like I love riding bikes or get so, into limes. I know that's what Ally suggest. My friend Ali, our friend. Why do I always yeah. say my friend? Fucking possessive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, get it. <laughs> <laughs> our friend Ali was like, you should do that. But then I was like, I feel like over the course of the school year, how much money I spend on that yeah would be like equal to
2: i just want to try i just want to try one but it's i i I get really i've only done it once but it scares
1: well it scares me the cracks in the sidewalk i'm like i'm gonna fly the fuck off and break my teeth like i don't i'm like a grandma you can get a
0: free helmet they're a bit too fast. Yeah. I'm just. Them, I'm like <laughs> they're a
1: bit oh, too fast. They're just just very fast. Yeah, yeah, they are. They and are. I
2: saw my I saw my boyfriend like z- like he was coming from his work to my house on a lime scooter, and I just like saw him approaching. I'm like, this is just this is is the least sexy thing I've ever seen in my
1: life. Like I just can't believe it. Oh my god! During the last. <laughs> Okay. During, the last shut. <laughs> during the last earthquake, during the last earthquake, brother was like coming to our house, and literally during the earthquake, Ally was outside sitting with her friend, and I opened our balcony door and was like, "Dude, get inside! It's an earthquake!" And she's like, "I see the house swaying. I'm not getting in there." And I was like, "For sure." And then as that happened, her brother rode up on a lime scooter, and he's like a large dude. He's like six. Feet taller, like he—he he just looked. He looks like a fucking grown oh, ass man. Oh, is he man. that tall? Yeah, he's how old is he? I think he's like 20, 21 22 Um, so it just like looks so fun But we were just like, Derek, there's a, an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like zooming zoom. around. Yeah. Oh my god! But I don't think I don't know how much they felt it. Like I don't, I don't know. I, in, I wild. missed it. I oh, in, that's sad, but Phoenix. also not. doing
2: Spend. what? Something horrible <laughs> <laughs> but i uh, was in phoenix too Ew. fucking hot there yeah it yeah. was 110 degrees very
0: bad oh my god my mom is there and i'm like i i want to go see her but it's
2: hot it's yeah it I was know. i was so confused because i was there for four days and it was like why isn't anyone outside and then i walked outside i'm like oh because i'm gonna pass yeah. out from that's yeah, how it is outside. in las vegas
1: i'm like i anytime well first of all everything is so fucking spread out there and i feel like it's the same in phoenix that and just fuck air conditioning people say like oh you should be fine with la summers because you grew up in las vegas and i'm like no because there's air conditioning everywhere because we would literally die if there wasn't Mm -hmm. and then everyone's like you know swimming or chilling like no one goes outside there's a reason for it yeah you can't do your 11 miles of walking there you'd fucking have a heat stroke
2: literally i tried anyways and uh it it did almost kill me there (laughs) (laughs) i was just bringing like changes of clothes everywhere i was like the event i was yeah like the event i was attending was like a 20 minute walk from my airbnb and Mm -hmm. i would sometimes i would do it and it was uh horrible and i smelled weird and i regret going to that state at all
1: honestly. Um, I just remember the time do. I went to Valley of fire when it was like 150 oh it was like God. August in Las Vegas like 115 degrees or something but I like love in LA I love like I'll look on Google Maps and find like a patch of green and be like I'm gonna go there like if it's like mm-hmm. less than an hour away I'll, I just like going on long drives and I'll do it um, but so I tried to do that in Las Vegas. And I was, like, I I think I had a a heat, not a heat stroke, but, like, a heat, fucking like, exhaustion. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. And I remember thinking, I have, like, pictures of me. Oh, I should find a selfie (laughs) on the Instagram because I was just, like, red. It was scary. I was, like, Mm -hmm. Caroline, what are you doing? I was, like... I don't know. I'm looking for my soul out here in the desert. That's like, you know, when people have like spiritual experiences in like so Joshua Tree. I'm like, I don't think I could do that. Also, growing yeah. up in the desert ruins you for like wanting to spend time in the desert. I'm I like, I need to be in trees. Yeah. I need it to, to, to be, be cold, cold. Yeah. with trees, rain, snow. Honestly, yeah. also is nice for me. I really want to go up to like um, Oregon or some shit and just like yeah. sit on a cliff. Are there cliffs there? I don't know. Where are there cliffs? I need to go to like Ireland. (laughs) Oh my God. I just want to sit on a cliff and like look at the water for eight hours. Wait,
0: idea. We can do a live show and call it Clifflet. (laughs) Uh,
1: Especially if we're like on the hills of (laughs) Donimara.
0: The hills of Tara. Oh my (laughs) God. The other day in my acting class, like I said something about. Dublin, and then this person was like, "Oh, can you do an accent?" And then I just like completely shut down, and I was like, "No,"
1: and oh I just God. like refused to do it because
0: I was like, oh, "I can't do it if you put pressure being on put
1: on me the spot like, is yeah. violent." I used to do Australian accents to my Australian ex boyfriend, and he was like, "Don't Australia, do that." I can't do. I anything. was I was good at it, and then let's, um, who else did I do? No, that just reminded me one time. Let's I put was, some chicken on the Bobby shrimps shrimps, shrimps, yeah. shrimps on the babbies shrimp, shrimp, shrimp chicken he had such an Aussie accent I mean that, Ugh, he, he was Australian anyway I don't know why there's
2: um I had a really heavy Boston accent when I was a kid and then I remember someone I commented oh the- god it is It is an adorable thing in a child and a hideous thing in adults but I really <laughs> I really love it and anytime I meet someone with a Boston accent I'm like ooh tread lightly they could have any political alignment <laughs> <laughs> but also yes. i'm like home awesome and but i remember when i was little my mom was like she was she was in denial about her marriage failing so she was like deep in the pta mm-hmm. and so and i remember someone saying to her in massachusetts that her accent was too thick <laughs> and then i was like 8 maybe and then i just remember from there untraining myself out of my own accent wow. and by the time I was in middle school it was more or less gone wow That's my wild my dad intentionally killed his accent because he was this was like not necessary but he was a he was a sports journalist so he would travel and he didn't want people to know what team he was oh. for so he didn't want to talk like he was from Boston so I just started to like mimic my mm. dad's voice but then when I'm doing stand-up, I sound like I'm from the Midwest, and I don't know why. Kelsey mm. sounds like she's from the
1: Midwest God sometimes. fucking damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you hate when I bring no, it No, it's funny. It's funny. She says eggs. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I s- once again, I say eggs, and it's fine. Mm-mm. Well, because you were thinking about it when you said eggs, eggs earlier before we started recording. I, I was like, knew, I, knew, I
0: knew that you fucking cl- goddamn <laughs> boots the down... <laughs> what boot down i can't even say the <laughs> phrase because whatever you fucking clocked me saying eggs you knew it i know the, ho- the house down boots you clocked me saying eggs
1: i don't know what, don't know what the that fuck that means it's because you mean? don't watch drag
0: race what I'm sorry oh, okay. it is
1: yeah of that vernacular yeah. i had a friend um who lived here and she was from boston and she also trained her accent out of her yeah. but then like we lived near fairfax and she like that was the fairfax? one where she, yeah fairfax yeah. and i was like <laughs> every time she said i was fairfax. like fairfax. i love it and then whenever uh-huh. i drive on fairfax i'm like fairfax. Fairfax. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there, i'm gonna start doing that That's it so was, funny it was really yeah. funny really endearing <laughs> oh my um, god oh funny Cool. I'm looking at my notes again. Yeah. How much
0: I know? We wanted to ask you about like how you like started putting together your um One your show. show. Boss Girl. Uh, yeah, and your last Fucking show. Fucking hilarious! Too. I got to see
1: it. I don't know, like two months ago at the we are. Oh, uh, oh Super man! Fun. Thank
2: Super you. Fun. Thank you for it. it's so it's cool. I've been changing it like crazy going up to Edinburgh, but it's it's more or less the same. Um, there, yeah, they there. Uh, this book was actually like kind of helpful in some ways. I think more just for my own mindset. But I was, uh, I put this show together kind of haphazardly because I wasn't building it with the intention of taking it to Fringe Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just like I had been, like I've been uh, co-hosting this feminist podcast for like three years now, and it means a lot to me. And but there's also I don't know like I like you know you come across like uh things that are in good th- faith and things that are in bad faith and it was always annoying and frustrating to me to be lumped into things that I found to be kind of bad faith mm. feminism that were more intended to sell people something mm. and I think it was mostly just like there's like you know like online lists and stuff like that and yeah. then you're just like oh, I don't I don't want to belong in yeah. this thing um and <clears throat> and so I was trying to like pick apart kind of like, oh, well, what do I mean when I talk about that? And then um, basically found existing writing on like corporate feminism and just extremely bad faith, like meant to divert the conversation away from shameless capitalism right? kind of stuff. Mm. And I, I was fully obsessed with the Elizabeth Holmes <laughs> 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 narrative yes. like f- for a couple of years before that documentary came out last March which became challenging because I was originally... um, So I built out this character that basically looks and sounds like Elizabeth Holmes, but most of her... Like story is pulled from Sheryl Sandberg and like Lean In. That's what I was gonna
1: say. I'm like got a lot of Sheryl Sandberg vibes, a oh. little bit of Gwyneth Paltrow vibes. Totally, yeah.
2: like some yeah, some goopy shit in there as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, but mostly, like Sheryl Sandberg is is like such a like I think maybe the most egregious case of like mm-hmm. someone who really like built uh, an image on being for women, and it's like you can't even discount that her. Work was helpful mm-hmm. for some women, but it like ultimately like reinforces capitalism, extremely white feminists, and 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 all that shit. And then it came out that she was basically a war criminal. And yeah. You're just like, well, shit. Yeah. Um. So after I, I'd been following that story and feeling frustrated about this other stuff, and I was like, okay, let me just build a character that kind of lumps all this in together and says what I want it to say but I think if I say it as myself it comes off as very like preachy and Mm self-aggrandizing and so it has to kind of be satire for it to work Um, so yeah I built out a character who um, sounds like Elizabeth Holmes kind of is styled to look like her Mm -hmm. but um, she is you know pre- doing this presentation being like yes queen feminism mm-hmm. and uh but she's selling surveillance equipment that <laughs> is red pilling people <laughs> love it um, so like her whole war crime that we follow through the show is that she um gave like the whole whatever the line that the show is kind of hinged around is like um pulled sort of from more from Cheryl Sandberg than anyone else of just like um, I believe, as women, that you have just as much a right to oppress the poor
1: in countries you don't
2: care about as male, as your <laughs> male counterparts. Yeah, which and, is pretty
1: much all that, yeah, like, white feminism, yeah, capitalist-ass shit. Yeah. is like, yeah. It's not that you are trying to
2: dismantle it. It's just you want it instead, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. so... Which I'm like, not helpful. Dark, yeah, and just counterproductive. And, and so, yeah, the show sort of follows her. She has given away all these surveillance equipment to this island of uh bisexual djs <laughs> and then the surveillance equipment with like the alexa uh the alexa which i call patricia in the show but the patricia uh becomes friends with the bisexual djs and then convinces the bisexual djs over a course of months to kill each other um and so she she's presenting this information but also being like Ladies <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. And> Ladies <laughs> So that's oh, kind of the show it, Yeah so it's kind of built over time When I first did it Not a lot of people knew who Elizabeth Holmes was mm. So it was kind of In somewhat an opaque Reference at the time But then a month after I started workshopping it That documentary came out and everyone Knew what yeah. I was doing And so I sort of tweaked it
1: from there uh, that's fun. Did you yeah. do a lot of character work Beforehand uh
2: i've done yeah i mean i started with doing sketch i i didn't start doing stand-up but when i was yeah when i was in boston i was mostly doing sketch um Mm -hmm. and hadn't no because i i'd I'd done two one-person shows before this that i would mostly just like workshop at the lyric for fun Mm -hmm. because it's just i I think it's
1: a cool space to do whatever the fuck like figure out it totally
2: rules. Yeah. And yeah. it's and it's such a supportive environment. It's like just it's one of the first places I've felt OK to fail and fuck mm-hmm. up. And um, it's also just like, I don't know, it's like, we're, you know, we're all facing rejection so often that um, having something like that, it's like even if it sucks, it h- will happen. Yeah. <laughs> and I have some level of control over how it goes and all this stuff. And and so uh but most of the car- but most of the characters I was doing uh, were myself before so this is kind of the first one where it's a full hour of someone that has nothing to do with me
1: That's kind of exciting. I feel like um yeah. I've been thinking a lot about separating my art from myself yeah. which like I don't really know how to do cuz after so my web series the my character is named Caroline I, it's it's a lot of it is not necessarily Based on real stories, but based on real like feelings, like all of my like anxious like it's paranoid like thoughts. Oh, it's kind, it's kind of
0: it's like girls, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, where it's like like that degree of separation. Yeah,
1: yeah, but then, but it's like, and she very much. Caroline very much, like, is me and I am her. Well, yeah, okay. But I was, but now I'm writing other scripts and I'm like, oh, I want to separate myself. I, yeah. the characters, you know, have different names and I remember I used to say all the time, like, she's so, like, I this character Janice that I've been writing, it's like, she's so not me and then when I was digging deeper into it, I was like, fuck. <laughs> she, in <laughs> many ways, me. it's like the exaggerated version of a lot of the things that I've said or done or felt and because i'm just like trying to separate i think the other toxic thing about social media is um getting like the, the validation and yeah. and how how to just like be proud of myself outside of that and also to just um be creative for the fuck of it and and to just have it be fun instead of trying to i feel like it's like this the capitalist Oh, I said that with an ex- capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, like, capitalist uh, like, society we grew up in, that it's, like, everything has to be for something, and I feel like I'm constantly... Mm-hmm. Not that I'm, like, making money from it, but I feel like I'm constantly trying to monetize it, that it's, like, every creative thing I make. I have to remind myself that I don't necessarily have to um, want to film everything I write. Like, I can just write okay. it just for fucking fun. Yeah. The, I don't know. How do you guys deal I do feel like yeah it's
2: even in like the past I mean I think probably especially in the past five years it's like my attitude towards like you do sort of monetize and it's it like you're saying it's very rarely actually gets you paid in any way but Mm -hmm. in terms of like attention and how you process your own emotions like I'm trying to get better at not Offering myself up entirely all the time because I think I was so accustomed to doing Mm -hmm. that that not doing that felt weirdly dishonest, which
1: is super fun. So I'm like, I want to be fully transparent. Right. Like, you have to have some things that are just for yourself. I also feel like, I don't know, like, I haven't been in a relationship for a while. And when I was in relationships, like, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't really like, writing publicly so it like didn't matter like I was just journaling about my boyfriends like I wasn't like you know fucking putting them in my web series and now I think all the time about like I don't know how I'm going to do... I mean, cross that bridge when I get to it, but the next person I date, I'm like, I feel like that I've been meaning to tweet this that I feel like part of defining the relationship for, like, comedians or writers is being like, I won't write shitty things about you on the internet. Like, I'll, you know, if I need to, I'll talk to my therapist or friends or you about it. But I'm like, I've been known, I feel like, to just talk shit about fucking anyone I sleep with, anyone I, you know, and I'm just like... We wouldn't have a podcast if we couldn't do that. I know, I've I've
2: definitely done the same thing. And then I've been, I wasn't in a relationship for two years whilst I sorted out my chemistry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then now I've been dating someone for about a year and it is like a weird, like constant negotiation of, it feels like, kind of just like, it does feel like a negotiation of, It feels unrealistic that I would never talk about him. Where it's like I've always been so public. But then it is like I don't know. Like I, uh, I don't, I don't know exactly what what I'm trying to say. And maybe this will sound horrible, but it's almost like I want more now than I ever have to have an inner life and have parts of myself that are inaccessible. Well, I feel like that's
1: with the book that it's like you have to have some things that are just joyful to you and just like for you it has to be a balance and
2: like I don't really want people to know what my relationship is really like um, because it's mine and it's like one of the few things I have that's just mine and so but it's like but i'm also not gonna say nothing yeah and so it's almost like you i I feel like this is kind of common but feel free to tell me i'm being (laughs) insane uh but like you have yourself and you have your inner self and like who you are with people that are important to you and then you have sort of like the character that they play in your life yeah Where, you know, it's, like, it's not that I won't talk about my boyfriend online, but there's only very specific things about him that I will talk about. Mm -hmm. Or even where, like, yeah, I have, like, a total, like, alter ego for my dog. Like, that's, like, the most egregious (laughs) (laughs) example. of Like, no one knows what my dog's actually like. (laughs) They
1: just
2: just know his, like, alt-right persona. Um, (laughs) So, but, yeah, stuff like that of just, like, negotiating what parts of – me are just for me and people that I really trust and then what parts am I comfortable sharing with everyone mm-hmm. I feel like this mm-hmm. book does a really good job at kind of exploring that and it's something that I really like want to be better about
1: yeah it feels yeah. like fucking hard I feel like yeah. since last year I've grown a lot in like you know I don't know. I feel like it is my Leo moon that I'm such a fucking attention whore, and I'm like, <laughs> not to. I know. Yeah. Not. I'm like. I don't know. All the Leos. Anyone who has like Leo in their chart, there's just a lego, a lego, just <laughs> a Legolas. level of ego that comes yeah. with it, and and I feel like I. It's so easy to get fleeting validation for being an asshole, but like a funny asshole. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. And then it's also, well, I almost said like, I want to make fun of myself more than I'm making fun of other people because it's mean to make fun of other people. But then I, then that also doesn't work because I'm like, then I'm just fucking tearing myself down. And you're just trying, you're piling yeah. on yourself
2: for like, for yeah. personal, like for, it's so like,
1: yeah, maybe this is,
2: this is a Leo thing. Is this an internet thing? <laughs> I'm like, I don't, like a I, feel like I, don't thing. I feel like yeah.
0: I don't, I feel like I don't, have this. I feel like I need to share more. I know you've been very um selective. About like I yeah, and I think it has out. been the last few years because I've been like truly depraved with my mental illness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm like on the opposite end where I'm like, oh, I need to share like more on my like Instagram. When I feel like that's also the like, like give uh, offer uh, part of myself. What do you call it? Your
1: dysphoric mm-hmm. mania or something that it's like more yeah. negative. Like I feel like whenever I've been hypomanic, I've been like. I am the best, funniest, most talented, most gorgeous. (laughs) Like, it's this, like, ego thing. And that's why all the – oh, I had so much sex last year. And all the Instagram stories I I did about it were just so, like, I'm the fucking hottest piece of ass in LA yeah mine and is truly so it's like not real. I don't
0: I just man, believe I don't that everyone that of, like,
1: like <laughs> really? I mean, wish that I fucking like a... did it it makes me a fucking crazy person and an asshole
0: yeah I just believe that everyone inherently hates me yeah. like truly to the core and doesn't want to speak to me <laughs> I just so. have,
2: I just have like boundless energy but there's yeah. still so much self-loathing present yeah. that it's
0: mm-hmm don't know what that is oh, i've yeah. definitely like made strides in my self-loathing i'm just like where i was last year is like i'm mm. so much like farther but i'm like still like so such a journey ahead
1: My love's oh, hating exhausting.
0: myself it's super funny yeah.
2: i'm addicted to hate yeah yeah and <laughs> i'm just, like, addicted
0: to hating myself yeah
2: <laughs> like piling on yourself for clout points is the most right. sinister Ugh. shit I yeah. in the
1: entire world yeah god Ugh. yeah so so, where do we move forward from here, friends? <laughs> How do we promote ourselves without being obsessed with ourselves? How do we take time away from... That's another thing I was going to ask. It sounds like you're, like, so fucking busy with the podcast and, and the performance and stuff. Like, do you take time to just... <laughs> do nothing like i feel like as a creator sometimes it feels fucking impossible to to not be doing like some sort of minimal creative stuff but sometimes i wish that i just like i don't know just enjoyed life without the pressure of like creating something big Mm -hmm. and fun
2: i don't i wish i had a better answer i really kind of don't right Mm now and it's something i really want to be better at and it's kind of been like a baby steps yeah. thing where like even like last night like I let myself be <laughs> go on a log flume ride Love it. And, ver- and see the Harry Potter light show
1: Ooh. and that was like oh. three
2: hours that I gave to myself to do something that I just, like, do find and embarrassing and, yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of impossible for me to do other stuff while I'm doing it and just like that is it's it's hard it's hard to give myself that time i don't really know exactly why yeah. i'm sure it, it is yeah. a million things fucking like
1: workaholic capitalist bullshit yeah and distraction it's nice to be obsessed with. i don't know but
2: i really i mean i really like what jenny odell says about like attention and sleep being like a, like f- a few of the only resources in the world that you actually have some say in and some control yes. over to mm-hmm. an extent and like I, and so I, I really I mean I really want to do better with it I'm still currently not that good at it but it's also like I think if I, you know, it's like if I did half the things that I'm doing now. No, first of all, like no one gives a shit. No one would notice. Yeah. And I would, f- <laughs> and I would feel better. Yeah. And it's so just it's like so allowing yourself to-, to do it.
1: I was about to say like, oh well, after Fringe, maybe you can just like take a nice little rest. But then I know for myself, every time I've thought that for myself, something up comes like something yeah. else comes up. Like it's it's never done. So I'm like, there needs to be more sustainability than just like working like crazy for a couple months and then just what lounging around and doing nothing for time. like rest yeah. is
0: like i think terrifying too because like yeah. having just like because i'm like my career will be impacted yeah it's like so
2: for me it's scary. always invited a depressive episode to be yeah. still and i would really like to find a way for that to not be the case because yeah. it shouldn't be the case um, but that's, like, how I've conditioned myself. So, yeah, hopefully in the next couple of years when I'm not having the big one, <laughs> um, I can figure out a way to, like, take the time, not feel, like, obsessively guilty about it because it's, like, at the like, I don't know. I'm, like, I have to remove myself from my leo and be, like, truly at the end of the day, no one gives a fuck. I know. And that is well, I'm like, none of it liberating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no one is thinking about any of this stuff as much as mm. i am even by like two per- like two <laughs> percent no one gives a shit so it's fine
0: yeah, yeah. the self-obsession is
1: well again that's wild. all about what my like the pattern was about and i've been noticing it so much and just feeling like i get very one-track mind when i'm working on a project where it's just like also i'm a tourist i'm a fucking stubborn that it's like mm-hmm. i want it to be my way or the highway And I I love to say that I love collaborating, but then I'm like, no, I've made the joke before that, like, group projects are very hard for me because I wanted to just be. Which I feel like this podcast has been an exercise in, like, fucking having it be equal and not, which I don't know. I don't think I'm always good at. But I'm trying and I'm learning to, like, just be open to figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is, like... This is the first, like,
0: professionally, col- like, collaborative thing that we've done. That. Yeah, it is. Like, I'm trying to think. Yeah, like, not, I don't think I've ever done
1: anything else. Yeah. So, like, woo we're doing it. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's also an interesting thing to have, like, work-life balance between, like, um, uh, friends, like, working with friends or you working with your boyfriend. It Like... Mm. How to have like friendship time without it being about work. Yeah and 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 having how having to have like business kind of conversations with someone you love. I don't know. It's like
0: Truly though, like I don't like i don't think that i could have like a screenwriting partner me neither like i remember
1: have- when you joke what were we talking about and i was saying i think someone was like curious about being a writing partner with me and i was saying like <laughs> i don't want that and then i kind of felt guilty because i was like and you said to me you're like caroline i know you don't want mm-hmm. <laughs> writing I was like, yeah.
0: no like i i mean i don't think i could do it either i like the idea of like coming up with ideas with someone like yes well that's why i wanted to hang last night
1: to to bounce bounce ideas off each other but like
0: i'm like i have so much respect for people who can do that because i'm like yeah i don't know i'm controlling in like a different way and i just i couldn't do it
1: um can we take a quick break i gotta yeah let's pee yeah okay (laughs) But we're, like, leaving soon. And we back! Oh, my God, that was...
0: Remember that, like, Jimmy Fallon, SNL, uh, like... What kind of? Sketch, I don't know. Is it a sketch where they're, like, a, a college, like, radio show? Or? Maybe. I didn't...
1: I, I don't... Wa- I we're never we're really back. watched SNL that much. I don't much. know. Um, okay, Jamie, this has been an incredible conversation. Thank, thank you for sharing... Yes, thank oh, you thank so you much, much. ...your, your wisdom and, and thoughts on how to do nothing and being a performer <laughs> right. and whatever. Not whatever, whatever, like all, all of that stuff. We um, love your spirit.
0: There's, <laughs> there's, I love it. Honestly, the Listen, listeners, shit. I can't even describe the light in her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to plug Teeth, so white? Um, <laughs> Thank you so much. Honestly, I worry. yeah, I yeah. worry. I've been using
1: a toothpaste. So I'll say it. They're- um, do you want to plug some of your? Stuff. Where can we yeah. find you on social media? <laughs> oh, yeah. After if you're not, to, I know. After this whole conversation, it's like anyway. give us you your social media, like to see
2: me performing myself and uh, being very unhealthy. Uh, to, uh, Twitter at jamie is help. Uh, Instagram at jamie Craig superstar. Uh, my podcast with Caitlin durante is the Bechtel Cast. It comes out every Thursday. It's a feminist movie podcast where we have comedians bring on their favorite movie and then we kind of tear it apart. Um, and then if you happen to live in the UK, um, come out to uh, Edinburgh Fringe and, and see Boss Whom Is Girl. Hey. That's my show. And Super fun. It'll be happening too many times in August. <laughs> Name <laughs> a day in August. <laughs> and
1: you'll be there. <laughs> so, yeah. Amazing. Uh, oh, as yeah. always, I am at Caroline Honey H-O-E-N-E, on Twitter and Instagram. Watch my web series called Dating Myself on YouTube. Season three is out now, my dudes. Um well it's been out for over a month, so fucking watch it. Um amazing. Uh that's it for me. I'm Kelsey Rashatko. You can follow me
0: at Kelsey Rashatko. R O S is in Sam, H is in Henry, E T is in Tom K O. Um, watch Daily Flower Report on YouTube or Elephant Hill on Vimeo. Um we might be up to about twenty eight views on Elephant Hill. Oh so yeah. It's yeah. really getting there. <laughs> Love I it. have so much clout. Thank you guys for being fans. <laughs> Living for it.
1: Um, all right, guys. <laughs> well <laughs> bye for see now. See you next week.
0: Don't everybody don't get 5150. Unless you unless you <laughs> need unless to you need then to be safe. Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: Bye bye. Okay. Toodaloo.